Is it possible to communicate with the dead? Do you believe that there are certain individuals who can channel souls from the spirit world and mysterious beings from other realms? Is heaven and earth separated by a great and forbidding divide? Or is there such a thing as the communion of saints? We're going to delve into all these questions in this episode of The Spirit Side. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to The Spirit Side. I'm Paul James Caden, and today on the show we are going to continue with our esoteric week, as I'm calling it. And today we are going to discuss the truth about mediumship and channeling. Now there's a pretty big divide in between certain people who believe it's possible to talk to the spirits of the dead, uh, channel spirits, channel angels, even UFOs and Jesus himself. There's no uh, no lack of people who believe they can channel or bring through wisdom from these beings, and some in a trance state where they claim that the spirit takes over their body and speaks through them. And then there is what is called uh, basically evidential mediumship, and that is when the person is in a completely awake state of mind, but they get impressions and thoughts and words and visions, pictures in the mind, and they relay these thoughts and intuitions and pictures to the person they're doing a mediumship reading for, and uh, therefore the information comes through. But is there any truth to this? Is it dangerous to do? Should people try to communicate with the dead? Should people allow another spirit to take over their consciousness and speak through them? And does this phenomenon even happen? Or is it something psychological that the individual believes is happening, but it's not based in spiritual reality? These are uh, big questions, and as I said, there's a, a lot of different opinions on every side of the fence, whether this is right, whether this is wrong, whether it can actually be done. Is it all uh, chicanery and charlatanism? You know, what, what's the deal with mediumship and spirit channels? Now, this is a, a tricky subject, and I can only give you my opinion and my findings on such topics. And uh, I think first and foremost, you know, I, I would have to say that for me, I've never believed, and for those of you who know my backstory, I had very uh, spiritual uh, thoughts even as uh, a little kid. 
thoughts that were perhaps beyond things that uh, I should have been thinking about. I, I don't know too many uh, other children that were, you know, three, four, five years old and, you know, thinking about these uh, rather complex uh, ideas, especially uh, when my family wasn't religious. But I've always had this thought and this knowing and this belief within me personally that when a person dies, they they don't drift off into some other faraway realm and forget all about life on earth, uh, their loved ones. I've always felt and believe that, I, I, I guess you could say it's close to the idea of the communion of saints. You know, our loved ones continue to pray for us on earth, pray for different things in the world. Um, maybe even by God's leave and God's permission, uh, there may be times when spirits from the other side are permitted to enter our lives and give us a message for one reason or another. And, you know, there are stories that are many, and I've known quite a few people that said they they had a loved one, you know, pass away and, you know, they went to bed, uh, you know, the night of the, the funeral or a couple nights afterwards and, you know, suddenly there was uh, grandma standing at the foot of their bed, you know, and there was this glow throughout the room and grandma just simply looked at them and smiled or told them, I'm okay, or you're going to be okay, and then simply vanished. There have been many stories where someone's life was in danger, and suddenly they saw a deceased relative, uh, a mother, a father, a brother, a sister, uh, sometimes what they described as an angel or a complete stranger that help them in a time of need, in a time when uh, their life was being threatened somehow, and they were led to safety, they were given directions to avoid trouble, or, you know, whatever the case might be. We also have many people that say they've had dreams about deceased loved ones that gave uh, very pertinent information about something that was happening uh, and, and the person who was still alive, you know, in their life. Now, I've had that happen. For my own personal account, and I'm not someone who uh, goes off into flights of fancy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there were parts uh, of my life where spiritually I was a little more given into flights of fancy than I am now. But as I've gotten older, I've, I've examined a lot of the experiences that I've had and things that I've seen and the ones that I could discount and say, you know, I, I really don't know. Uh, it happened too fast. I thought I saw, you know, it looked like, but I'm not really sure, you know, and those can be taken off the table uh, for me anyway as authentic spiritual encounters. Yet there are other ones that uh, 
you know, I encountered dead on right in front of me, unexpected, out of nowhere. Uh, sometimes there might have been another person with me or even an animal that reacted to the presence of the spirit. So the whole notion that our loved ones go to heaven and that's it, they don't think about us anymore, they don't um, know what's happening in their lives, nor do they care, you know, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. You know, if we're thinking about the idea that God is love, then that love is something that connects all of us for all of time and eternity. And I think that, you know, I don't think it's like some people believe, you know, my mother dies and now she's my guardian angel and she's always with me. You uh, see people ask that a lot when it comes to mediumship. You know, they'll ask things, you know, was my mother uh, always with me? Is my father always with me? Is my brother around? Is he watching over me in my life? And I believe they are to an extent, but I don't think, uh, you know, the spirits of the deceased are hanging around uh, the earth plane watching over us all the time. You know, they may check in. They may have a knowing being in spirit, closer to God, you know, things uh, about that realm that we don't know. They may have a knowing of certain things that are happening in our lives, if we're in trouble, if we're doing okay. But I, I feel that Spirits in the spirit world have their own business to attend. I mean, this is a whole new realm of, of, of learning and evolving and growing and whatever it is that spirits do. There's many different theories, um, but nobody could really say 100% for sure. But I don't think it's just, you know, hanging out on clouds, playing harps, or coming back to earth and watching over our loved ones until we die. And then we come back and watch over, you know, our loved ones. And, you know, it becomes this vicious cycle. I don't think uh, that's what happens. And I don't think that's something that God would allow to happen. Or have, uh, you know, the spirits of the dead appearing to us every time, you know, we turn around. You know, you see uh, a lot of these mediums, and I and I've seen some very good ones. You know, I've, and, and and I've known some people that were good, honest people, and they could just tune in. Uh, I myself, uh, again, if you know my past, I've always been interest in interested in uh, spiritualism and spiritism. There's more to those religions and philosophies than most people uh, understand. And, you know, most Christian people give them the cursory look and say, oh, that's the occult. Oh, that's from the devil. Oh, that's spiritism. Oh, that's spiritualism. But there's a whole lot of things that they do believe and they do teach that I'm not going to get into here uh, that make a lot of sense. And if those people people that I know that are spiritualists and, um, you know, interested in the spiritist faith. Now, they're, they're two different things, spiritualism and spiritism. If those people are involved in the occult and talking to satanic spirits, uh, 
boy, they're the best Christians I've ever seen. I mean, you want to talk about a group of people that really believe in helping others and, you know, trying to help and heal others and continue in that, that ministry uh, of Jesus in this world. You know, the Spiritist philosophy, if you see someone in trouble, if you see someone who needs help, help them. We're all brothers and sisters. We're all children of God. You know, you help and you you treat others with kindness and love. And these people are, are very legitimate in what they believe and how they act toward others. However, uh, again, I, I've seen people that could call in uh, some very interesting information Um I've gotten some information that I thought was a little strange, you know, things I never heard before. One time I, I was just meditating and, you know, I don't generally sit around and, uh, you know, try to talk to the spirits, but, you know, I've, I have my interest and there are times, you know, that, that I've experimented with this. And one time I, I uh, I asked my mother to draw near, you know, shortly after she passed and, and how she was doing, if everything was okay. And, you know, everything that, that she, you know, that came through in that particular uh, session, you know, I came out of it and I said, well, you, you know, I kind of think I made that up because I never heard any of that stuff before. You know, this, you know, this just, uh, this just sounds like something that maybe my creative mind came up with because I never heard anything like this. And uh, probably about four months later, I I started uh, looking into near death experiences again. I, I periodically delve into that subject. I'm very interested in it. And here was all of these old and new NDE experiences where people were talking about these things that were coming to light that was told me in that session with my mother. I'll use air quotes to say my mother. But um, it was exact. And things I've never heard before. So that's what one would call evidential mediumship. You're getting information uh, from the spirit world, and then that, then, then that information proves to be true. Now, uh, it's not advisable to uh, you know people to try to use the spirits to tell the future. Uh, that's venturing into territory that uh, you know we shouldn't be doing. But, um, you know, suffice to say, is it possible that now and then we do make contact? We do connect with our loved ones. You know, I think it is possible. And I think it is something that now and then God allows or even allows one of my beliefs about this going way back uh, again when I was quite young is that Maybe the spirit of my mother doesn't come through uh, personally, but maybe in sincerely just wanting to know that information, saying a prayer, you know, to God through Christ before you enter into any of that sort of thing, which uh, 
spiritists and most spiritualists do recommend because uh, they are Christian uh, spiritists and spiritualists. And that maybe, you know, when we, when we sincerely desire just to know, hey, is my mother okay? Is my father okay? Whoever, that maybe that information could be brought to us by an angel and just brought to our consciousness. Yes, they're okay. This is what's happening. This is where they are. They're happy. They're at peace. Very happy to see her mother who passed away when she was very young. You know, all of these different things. And then, uh, you know, little bits come out that seem kind of peculiar. And then later on down the road, uh, you know, you find out that uh, this is a thing. You know, <laughs> you were given information that proved to be true. So I think it is possible. You know, but the issue I have with mediumship, I've tried it and I've succeeded. I've tried it and I failed. Failed a lot of times. Didn't get anything except me just sitting there waiting for something to happen. And now I'm more for the evidential uh, mediumship, not the channeling where the spirit takes over your body. We're going to get into that in just a second. But mine is more just, you know, the information that, that comes that comes to me. And sometimes it's very fluid, like I'm sitting there, uh, you know, I'll close my eyes and it's like I'm having a conversation like that time with my mother. I saw her face. I heard her voice. Uh, she talked very, uh, you know, very fluid. And uh, it was a very uh, interesting encounter. But then there were many, many other times where I got nothing. And I think, I think that's the way it should be if we're going to believe in mediumship. Um, I don't think God is going to let the spirits pop in just because we want to talk to them. Oh, I want to talk to my uncle today. Oh, I want to talk to my grandmother today. Oh, I think I'll talk to my mother today. Oh, tomorrow we're going to talk to my aunt. You know, I, I don't think this is like Ma Bell of the spirit world where we just, you know, put in the dime, dial up the number, and poof, you know, there, there they are at our beck and call. I think if that happened, religion and spirituality would go backwards rather than forwards, and we would find... Uh, vast numbers of people worshiping the dead like they did in olden times, worshiping the ancestors, getting into all kinds of crazy rituals and superstitions and, you know, having to leave food out for the dead or they're, you know, they're going to curse you or, you know, whatever the case may be. You know, all kind of crazy things that, that people believe about ghosts and spirits and the dead. And, uh, you know, I, I think... I think if spirits were appearing to us anytime we wanted them to, uh, anytime they wanted to, just poof, there they are, practically running our lives. Oh, you're in trouble? Well, here I am, no problem. You know, I, I think we would start to venerate and worship the spirits uh, more than we do God, and that's that's not their place. You know, if a spirit comes to a person by God's permission, you know, that is a ministry of love, that is a ministry of mercy. But I think it would be much like 
the same thing as an angel. If somebody sees an angel or has some kind of angelic contact, you know, this is a this is a ministry of love. This is a ministry of mercy. You know, that angel isn't always going to appear forever and ever because then the person might start a cult or a fetish over the angel. You know, and where true worship belongs to God, not to, you know, the spirits of the dead or to the angels or, you know, anything of that nature. So I think there's a balance there. You know, I, I think that ministry of love and mercy and compassion connects us all for all time and eternity. We don't fully know how it works. You know what the rules are on the other side. I guess we won't know till we get there. But we know that these people and these beings like angels do, you know, occasionally appear in people's lives. And I think there's a reason for that. And I think we're all connected and, and God sends us who and what is needed at the time when we need it. So again, I, I think the religious people that get too much on this thing, oh, you know, it's all demons, oh, you know, I, I think that's a little too far off on the other side of the road, you know, and we get into that kind of, you know, evangelical fundamentalism. Uh, you know, that's not doing anybody such, uh, you know, great uh, religious wonders either. You know, this gets into a lot of arrogance and, you know, our religion's the right religion and, you know, judging everybody. And, uh, you know, maybe those people could use, you know, an angel or two in their life, <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, I know spiritualists and spiritists who are much more kind, loving helpful, accepting Christians, you know, than, uh, you know, some of the folks that are, are, are more fundamentalist. So I think there's a lesson we could be learned there, you know, uh, being in contact with that love and that mercy of heaven, but it's not something that we should worship. It's not something that, uh, I think, like I said, we could just put in the dime, dial up the dead and, you know, Shazam, there they are. I don't think it works that way. Uh, nor would God allow it to work that way. And I always reference, you know, how Jesus said, the things that I do, you shall do also, and even greater things than this. And uh, Jesus spoke to, uh, you know, the spirits of Moses and Elijah on the Mount of Transfiguration. Some people will argue, well, you know, Elijah never died. He was caught up in the, the, the uh, chariot of fire. Well, this may be true, but we know that Moses died. He died before the ancient Israelites crossed into the promised land. So Moses uh, was definitely deceased. Uh, was Jesus sinning by talking to these, you know, even Elijah being taken up in that whirlwind, taken up in that chariot of fire? You know, he would now be a heavenly being. He was taken up into heaven. But yet there he was on that mountain talking to Jesus with Moses. So was Jesus sinning? Was Jesus doing something wrong in the eyes of God? What about all the times it said that angels came and ministered to him? You know, so we, we do have different accounts where uh, Jesus did interact with the spirit world. And we could say, well, you know, he was the son of God. He was special. 
But no, again, he said, the things I do, you'll do also. That, that covers it all. Those things are written in the Gospels to show us the things he did. The healings, the prophecies, the interaction with the spirit world that he had at different times. Those are all things he did. You'll do the things that I did and greater things than this. But see, I think a lot of religious people pick and choose what those things should be according to their own doctrines and their own uh, perceptions. And I think I had a little bit of a microphone glitch there. I'm sorry if I blurbed out for a minute. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, you know... I, I do think, uh, as I said, that there is a ministry of love and mercy and, you know, that, that we're all connected in that love of God. Um, you know, as, you know, many Christian den denominations and even the early Christians believed in the communion of saints and, you know, the, the church militant, you know, those of us who are still on the earth, you know, and the church glorified those in heaven. And uh, it was really before the inception of the Catholic Church when the early Christians would go to the grave sites of um, saints who were martyred or, you know, uh, considered to be considered to be very great in the faith. And they would go and, and, and they would pray and they would, they would ask for the prayers and the intercession and the help of these particular people. So this was a very early Christian practice. This was not something that was invented by the Catholic Church. So that communion of saints, uh, all of us connected in heaven and earth, uh, is something that was very early on uh, in, in Christianity. And uh, it's only with our modern ideas of, you know, what, the you know unadulterated uh, gospel and the word of God should be that we've edited a lot of these things out, and I've always said for years, you know, we've done a fantastic job of editing a lot of the sacredness out of our religion, out of our Christianity, and it's become you know really nothing but this very sterile uh, religion where, you know, we, we just listen to the man at the pulpit, whether he's right, wrong, or indifferent. And, uh, you know, we're very wary of anything else heavenly or supernatural or spiritual, you know, even gifts of the Spirit. You know, many label and say, oh, I was, you know, this happened to me, but I was afraid it was the devil, so I, I just shut it down and I ran away. You know, you hear that all the time. So we've uh, we've done a wonderful job of scaring ourselves and editing uh, the, the sacredness uh, out of our our Christianity, and, and and that's a real shame, a real shame. Now, as far as this channeling business goes, um, I saved this for last, and there's not a whole lot I could say about it, except that I would say this. Uh, when it comes to, and, and this is what many would call uh, trance mediumship or channeling, where the person goes into a trance and the spirit takes over their body and begins to speak through them. Um, 
That's something just from my personal uh, viewpoint and belief. I, I don't think it's safe. You know, I don't think it's wise. I don't think it's safe uh, for anybody to allow a spirit to walk into their body, walk into their consciousness and start speaking through them. You know, this is more like spirit possession, you know, rather than uh, gaining information or conversing, you know, with uh, a righteous spirit. And I don't see any. Uh, I don't see any reason why an angel or my mother or my grandfather or my my grandfather would would need to take over my body in order to you know. Uh, Especially when you're getting into these notions where people say that they're, you know, they're trance-channeling their spirit guides or, you know, they're, they're going into a trance and they're channeling extraterrestrials, you know, the Space Brothers. Uh, you know, we don't know who these spirits are, where they're from, you know, uh... As it says, you know, Satan himself could masquerade as an angel of light. So, you know, inviting these strange spirits in to take over one's uh, consciousness, uh, I don't think would be a healthy thing to do. And uh, that doesn't seem like something that, it doesn't seem like a system to me that God would set up in a way for uh, you know, the living to communicate with the spirit world. We, we never saw Jesus going into some trance and, you know, up on the Mount of Transfiguration, you know, he didn't fall into a slumber and, you know, start speaking in another voice saying, I am Moses speaking through Jesus. You know, no, he didn't do that. You know, these, you know, Moses and Elijah appeared with him. You know, there wasn't uh you know, any, uh, any weird channeling or trances, uh, you know, that, that was going on. So I, I think that kind of thing can be very dangerous and I wouldn't, uh, recommend it. And, you know, in my years of research, uh, looking into all these, uh, various things and phenomenon out there, uh, you hear a lot about trance channeling that did go bad. You know, really spooky, creepy, uh, dark things would sometimes happen to people that engaged in this practice. Not to mention uh, the ones who met with a very tragic and an un untimely death, and some of them, you know, at a fairly young age. So it, it seems like there's there's a certain foreboding, uh, you know, when it comes to that sort of thing. And, and, and I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's something, uh, that we should practice. And I, I think also the proof is in the pudding because look at all the very, uh, strange doctrines and cults that have been started, uh, around, uh, 
trance channelers and, and the, the supposed messages that came through them. You know, and some of these people have very bizarre and even uh, dangerous beliefs because of what, you know, a spirit supposedly said through, you know, the channel or the medium uh, that this movement was founded upon, whatever the movement might be. So again, by their fruits you shall know them. There's a lot of weird movements, a lot of weird little religions based around this type of thing. And we also have to wonder, you know, that it can't be ruled out. Some people think that uh, all channeling is a psychological phenomenon. You know, so is the person uh, falling into a non-reality? Are they uh, putting themselves in a self-hypnotic state and just babbling peculiar things through the, the... the subconscious mind that they may have, you know, picked up, you know, in, in their own spiritual quest. You know, some people say that, uh, you know, there's no such thing. Spirits do not take over people's bodies. I tend to think since we have spirit possession and things of that nature, which some people scoff at and say, oh, that, does. well, you know, there have been cases noted uh of spirit possession that uh you wouldn't want to be in the room <laughs> you know when that was taking place uh it was just weird it was just creepy as hell um so i'm inclined to believe that uh it is possible that things could step into a human's consciousness but it's dangerous to open up for that to happen But it's also a possibility that at least some of the people or a lot of the people, um, you know, this is just some kind of psychological thing that's going on. And either way, I I don't think it's good information to trust or uh, start a religion around or live our lives by because it can get very, very peculiar. So there you have it, folks. Uh, That's what I believe and kind of what my research has turned up over the years as far as uh, mediumship and channeling and connection with the dead, connection with uh, the spirit world. I hope this was an interesting conversation for you. I hope maybe you took something away from it. And as always, I, uh, I appreciate you listening. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, stay connected to the light, and I'll talk to you next time here on The Spirit Side.